ESPN First Take, starring Mr. Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, Louis Riddick, and Molly Karam and her fine ass. Mm-mm-mm. I tell you what, man. Jalen Rose, you did good, my man. You did good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on this episode of ESPN First Take, um, Max Kellerman and the gang, well, Stephen A. and the gang, uh, decide that they're going to give their take on the uh, divisional round game versus the Indianapolis Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs, where they will square off at Arrowhead. As a matter of fact, later on today, I had to get this episode out late, so, you know, who cares? Uh, but they have a bevy of opinions, I'm sure. I haven't actually seen this episode, but I'm just going to comment on the things that they have to say. So, enjoy, guys. Who wants to start on this? All right, you got it. Will Colts upset the Chiefs? They will. The Colts will. I agree. I think they are going to upset the Chiefs. Uh, in, in close game fashion, that is. They're not just going to blow them out. Um, they, the Colts are just coming in hot, man. I think they've won like 10 of their last 11 games. And they didn't even win the AFC South. Like, I look at a team like the Houston Texans. They're all frosting but no cake, man. <laughs> and Bill O'Brien's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed yeah, or the brightest light bulb in the whatever. But anyways, you, you get my gist. But Frank Reich is a hell of a coach. He's a great coach. And people forget that he's also a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator. So imagine what he's going to do with Andrew Luck. Because Andrew Luck is, to me, is a Carson Wentz that's a little more seasoned than that's been in the league. That's had to go through a, a, a bevy of hardships, of ups and downs. But I think now he's found his balance. He's found his guru because Chuck Pagano wasn't helping him out. Now... I think they can get they can get it done at Arrowhead. Now I'm not saying the Chiefs can't win the game, but given how bad that defense is, I just don't see it happening, man. I, I really it, any, anything is possible. Mahomes is going to have to put a lot in the shoulder for this game. Win this game, um, Chiefs can't stop the run. That that's no secret. That is no secret at all. They can't stop the run. And people, I was watching an episode of uh, was it uh, Speak for Yourself, and you got Marcellus Wiley up there, man drumming up some idea that the Chiefs have a great pass rush. And they have a pretty good pass rush, yes. But when you have an offensive line that can keep Andrew Luck upright, and I believe they've only allowed like 17 sacks, I think, 16 or 17 sacks all season long. And you really think, dude. And then he said something like, well, the pass rush, you know, the, the defense is going to step up because the pass rush is going to get to the quarterback. And when it gets to the quarterback – uh, they lead the league in, in 41 hurries and 52 sacks. I don't see them getting – look, it's not going to be that easy to get to Andrew Luck. Let's just go ahead and kill that nonsense now. It's been a problem all year, and the Colts can run it. Mac Very well. Mac's running it. And, and part of the – listen, I don't care how much stuff – Yeah, Max Kellerman – sorry if I cut it off too soon. Uh, Max Kellerman's just said that Mac, Mac's running the football, as in uh, Marlon Mack. The uh, second-year running back out of, I think he came from USF. Dude, he's solid, man. That dude, I I don't know why he fell to the fourth round. I really really don't know. But, man, that dude, I look at the way he runs, and he reminds me of like a bigger Jamal Charles. That's who he reminds me of because he's shifty. Like, like, Like if you take a mixture of Jamal Charles, matter of fact, let me take that back. He reminds me of LaShawn McCoy. And he happens to wear number 25, which is why he reminds me of him. But that dude is so, he's, he's so shifty, man. And he has a great balance in the way he runs the football. 
he's going to shake some things up, man, especially if they run that, that outside zone. Will they, will they double team? They're going to because they're going to double team Chris Jones. It's going to happen. But then you got the outside. You could take D Ford out, wash him out. Watch out, man. He could take it to the house. I believe he had over 139 rushing yards against the Texans last week. And that's a defense that's better than the Kansas City Chiefs. Changes in sports like the NBA is all about three point shooting. No, the NBA is still about the paint, right? Like you don't have a center posting up anymore. You got to get dribble penetration. But still, if you don't collapse, if you don't get to the paint, you're not going to win shooting just threes, right? Mm-hmm. So long story short, Max Kellerman is trying to say is that, yes, you can have a fancy offense all you want. But if you have the fundamentals in football on offense, run the football. It starts with running the football. The Chiefs don't run the football that well, at least with the absence of Mr. Kareem Hunt, who decided to be a TMZ star because he's an idiot. Um, and, I, and I say that I don't I'm not saying he himself is an idiot, but that the whole situation was dumb. But I mean, I'm not going to go too far into that. But that's what he's saying. That That's what Max Kellerman is saying is that the foundation of the Colts offense is running the football of any offense. Got to run the football. The NFL's changed and all the guys get rid of the ball so fast. And all these different- Patrick Mahomes has no look passes. <laughs> Being ambidextrous. That's all. All that's great, man. But that doesn't equate to wins, dude. Nobody cares. Different schemes. The offensive line. If you have an offensive line that can do damage. And the Colts have an offensive line that can do damage. They can do damage. Marlon Mack last game against the Texans. I think he had like over six, like six something, like six yards per carry or something like that. Like seven, damn near seven yards, man. And this is against Jadavian Clowney, J.J. Watt, uh, Wenton Merciless. Like do they, they and, and Teron Matthew, Jonathan Joseph, they can move the football, man. They can move that football. They can move the rock. And Marlon Mack is going to have himself a heyday today. Your quarterback is protected. That makes him better. Your wideouts are better as a result. Their secondary is worse as a result. Yeah, you're gonna have to look, keep in mind they're gonna be throwing against, or they're gonna have to their defense. They're, they're gonna have to find a way to defend T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, <laughs> Marlon Mack out of the backfield, possibly. Like, <sighs> dude, I, I I I just don't see it, man. I I don't see how they're gonna win this game. I really don't. I don't. I don't understand. Or see how they're going to do it. Like, Bob Sutton's going to have to really reach for the heavens, man. He's going to have to look for something. Oh, and they got the other little running back, too. I forgot about him. Uh, What's that fool's name? Naheem Hines. They got him, dude, who's like a Darren Sproles-esque type of a running back who's also good out of the backfield. Where did he come from? Did he he come from uh, Miami? I think he came from Miami. But you got Eric Ebron. Do you? Well, I don't know where he came from, man. Look, he he had himself, <laughs> he had himself a uh, he had himself a, a nice little resurgence coming up, man. Because with Detroit, I thought he was done for, but Frank Reich saw something in him, and I mean, psh, dude, they're they're doing it, man. They're doing the, they're doing their thing. So, I, pff, good luck. Their defense is worse because you control time of possession better. You know, you have the ball more. Now their defense is more tight. It affects everything, and it also affects the running game. Yeah, basically it's a triple effect. Because if you have time of possession, this is, I'm telling you guys, man, I've been saying this for like for months now. Have you guys ever noticed that whenever Patrick Mahomes, let's say, for instance, uh, the Chiefs elect to kick the ball, right? 
and the opposite team is able to move the ball, drain the clock. Watch, they're going to, and then the announcers always make it obvious. They're like, oh, ho, ho, look at, look at Mahomes. He's antsy to get out there. Look at him. You see Patrick Mahomes out there gripping his shoulder pads, looking around with his headband, you know, wind blowing. <laughs> and they're sitting there going, oh, no, he's anxious to get back on the field. Look at him. Look at, look at, oh, he's anxious. I'm telling you. And then, let, and then if it happens late in the game and they're down, look, Mahomes is in his head. He's exploding like he's he's like a powder keg because he's ready to get out there and throw some deep balls, man. He's ready to go out there and throw some deep passes. I said deep balls. Pause. He's ready to go out there and make some plays. And he is not a quarterback that's going to check down. I'm sorry. Like he's very aggressive with the football in his hands. I mean, you see the no look pass. You see all that. He's not he's and he doesn't he's not willing to let a play die. He I, I to be honest with you, he would much rather take a sack. Only because you've seen what they could do on like third and long or like second and long, he can get you chunk plays because he has that much he has that much confidence in himself. Because um, he could throw a frozen rope, <laughs> aka well, I guess a frozen pigskin if you count football. But basically, what Max is saying is that it's 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 time management plus Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, meaning he's probably more prone to make mistakes. Then the defense gets back out there. They know they can't stop anything. So then they play a little more tense. Bob Sutton's going to have to have – he's going to have to coach. Look, whether or not they, the Chiefs win this game today, Bob Sutton's gone. So Bob Sutton might as well just say, you know what? Let me go ahead and coach this defense. I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at his ass and let's see what happens. And that Quentin Nelson draft pick, boy, they, he was called the generational talent. He sure looks like it. Oh, dude, he's going to eat Chris Jones alive, dude. Like – Ah, let me take that back because Chris Jones had a pretty good season. But it, it's going to be like a, like a clash of the Titans when you watch those two go at it, man. Quentin Nelson is an asshole, okay? He's now – look at his tape from Notre Dame, dude. Like, I think that's where he went to – I think he went to – him and Mike McGlinchey went in the first round. And I think Quentin Nelson's from Notre Dame. That dude's an ass. He's an asshole. Like, he's mean. Very mean, dude. And once he gets those big-ass hands on you, it's over. <laughs> It's over, man. <laughs> That's what the Chiefs suffer from. Like, that exact thing. With a, with a protected Andrew Luck, who was hit more than, like, anyone in the world in recent years, running for his life, now he has time in the pocket to do his thing? Yeah, he's got time. He's got time. Like I said, I think he... I think the Colts' offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus, which I don't really take... I don't pay much attention to PFF... The numbers don't lie, but they tend to overrate a lot of the thing, a lot of the players and skill positions. But the Colts are like a top three offensive line, man, and, that, and that's been going on all season. So you you have an Andrew Luck who's semi healthy, plus an offensive line, plus a running back, running a, running backs who can get you yardage, and receivers who can catch downfield, and a tight end who's pretty solid in the red zone, yo, Bob Sutton, you got a tall task on your hand, homie. Now, I'll say this. Mahomes is the first guy to come around younger than Luck. I said, he's got more talent than Luck. But I still... No question. I think he does. And coming into his first first year of starting, I mean, we're going to be talking about Mahomes. I mean, I know he's had an MVP season, like throwing 50 touchdowns, he's going to break that record again next year. He's just going to be breaking records year after year. He's going to break his own records. He threw 50 touchdowns this year. Next year, he's probably going to throw 57. 
throws 57 that year. The year after that, he's probably going to throw 60. <laughs> then the year after that, he'll probably throw 64. Like, sky's the limit for this young kid, man. I love Mahomes. Think that luck closer to his... Like, I liken Patrick Mahomes to, like, that new hot chick, that new hot chick in school. So, like, everybody, every, every team, whoever likes a football team, they got their quarterback, man, a.k.a. they got their girl, right? And Patrick Mahomes is that new red bone that comes into town. <laughs> you're like, damn, who was that? Hey, and then, and then you're like, oh, oh, don't worry about that, baby. I, you know I only got eyes for you, but damn, who is that? That's Patrick Mahomes, man. <laughs> That's Mahomes. He's the, he's the it girl. His prime right now, now protected with offensive weapons, is in a better position to win this game from Mahomes. We will see Mahomes pull off miraculous things. We'll also see... Yo, Max is basically saying everything that I just said. And keep in mind, I, no, I did not watch this episode. ESPN, if you're listening to this... Y'all need to get me on this damn panel, man. Please. Him under pressure, I think. Maybe throw an interception or two. Andrew Luck and the Colts win this game on the road. First of all, you're wrong about the Kansas City Chiefs' inability to stop the run. They can't stop a cold, okay? They can't stop a cold. <laughs> Let me run that back. Let me run that back. Ah. Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> they can't stop a code. This game on the road. First of all, you're wrong about the Kansas City Chiefs' inability to stop the run. They can't stop a code, okay? <laughs> they can't stop it. What the, hey, Stephen A. Smith got curls? Look at this, look at this, brother. Stephen A. Smith got a, uh, what do you call that? He got, he got a, uh, uh, a sponge, he even sponged his afro. I see you, bro. Okay, they, I mean, they can't stop the cold, the flu, the money. They can't stop a damn thing. Their defense is horrid. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Stephen A. Smith got himself a uh, curl sponge, man. I see you, bro. I see you, man. Stephen A. Smith, he's like, he's I got to get with the times. I got to see what these young cats out here doing. <laughs> they can't stop the cold. They can't stop the flu, pneumonia. But look at my hairline, though. <laughs> okay, we understand that. They've been horrid pretty much all year. I was hoping to see if Eric Berry's going to come back. The yeah, man, look. And then let me let me let me speak on that real quick. You know what's unfortunate, but Kansas City has this thing, man, where they have they make excuses uh, for players, and like the Ro- I don't know that with the Royals, man. Like the Royals tend to hold on to what players used to be, or like you know, because they had that issue where they had uh, they had uh, Mustakis, not Mustakis, uh, yeah, Mustakis, Kane, Hosmer. They wanted to hold on to these guys, man, after they had won the championship thing. But they knew that it was time for them to go, and they had to restock, right? Well, the Chiefs had that problem with Eric Berry. Now, keep in mind, bro, I admire him for the way he's been fighting through cancer. I admire him for the way that he's fought through injuries, what he's done for the community, what he means for the community. But if Eric Berry can't play tonight or if he can't play later on today, they're probably going to end up cutting ties with him, man. Like, he's not... He's, I think he needs a full year to recover. I think that's what he's going to need. He shouldn't be playing. He should have been playing at all this year. Yeah, I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's ready to go. And, you know, he's, he's questionable. Look, give EB an, an entire year to recover, to get healthier, to be the healthiest that he's ever been. Because you could see that there's a little bit of rust. He's, his mind is still there, but there's still rust. And the fact that they're they're rushing him back, man, it hasn't done him any 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 hasn't done him any favors. I mean, he's fought through cancer, and now he's got uh, like some sort of a bone spur issue or a heel issue or whatever the hell is going on. But he's not. He's Eric Berry's one of those players, man. He's at at his best 
when he is anywhere between, I'd say like 80 to like, you know, anywhere from 75 to 80 percent. Eric Berry's out there playing basically like 60 percent, man. He's not the same player when he's like when he's playing hurt. No, no player is, but his mind is there. So I, I, I'm not sure what they're going to do about him today. Don't think he will be. And even if he were to come back, what, no, who knows what he'll have to offer. So I'm uh, a beacon of hope. <laughs> I don't know. Certainly worried about what Andrew Luck and this offense in Indianapolis can do against him. Well, Frank Reich doing what he's doing with Andrew. Frank Reich. And I believe I said this in the beginning. He's a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator who went against the defense with Nick Foles. <clears throat> Sorry. With Nick Foles and dismantled. The New England Patriots, I believe Foles threw for over like 500 yards, was it? He outdueled Tom Brady. And he also did the same thing with Nick Foles against the number one defense in the league, the Minneapolis, or not Minneapolis, I'm tripping. The Minnesota, well, I get, they are in Minneapolis, I'm tripping. The Minnesota Vikings, he did the same thing. He dismantled them, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, he's going to make mincemeat of this defense. So... Or, uh, or in this case, in Casey's case, pulled pork with uh, Big Mike's barbecue sauce, so- with Mike P's barbecue sauce. sauce. Sorry, I'm tripping. Mike P's barbecue sauce. Shout out to Mike P, man. Best barbecue sauce out there. Andrew Luck balling the way that he's balling. Marlon Mack running the football the way he did against Houston. Imagine what he could. 139 yards. Do against Kansas City. And then Eric Ebron has been my, arguably the best pickup of the offseason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree. Eric Ebron has been that tight end that they needed, and, and he just found himself a new career, man. You get hit once they watch. I'm telling you, once the Colts get into the red zone, that's going to be their go-to guy. Arguably the best pickup in the offseason, second leading receiver on a team. We get all of that. I'm just not jumping off the bandwagon. I've been talking about Kansas City all year, and I'm certainly not going to desert them now, even though he is my temptation. They have not looked the same since Kareem Hunt. That's true. That's true. Kareem Hunt alleviates a lot of their issues because the best way to mask a, uh, an, a, a, a bad defense is to run the football. And I'm sorry, but for all the Chiefs fans out there that are saying, well, Spencer Ware, we got Spencer Ware. He was a lead back last year, the year before Hunt got there. <laughs> when I hear that, I'm like, dude, you can't, you can't supplement what Kareem Hunt does for what Spencer Ware is going to do. You can't. You can't replace that. Yeah, Damian Williams, they got the Williams brothers or whoever the hell they are. All that's great, man, but you got to be able to move the football. Kareem Hunt can do so much out of the backfield. You got look, he was out there running deep post routes against the Patriots last year. Remember that? Or two years ago? Out there running a deep post route. His rookie year. He was balling, man. I'm sorry. Like, that. that's... Getting rid of Kareem Hunt, changed that, that changes the whole identity of this offense, man. Because now you got the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are kind of like, uh, like a Floyd Mayweather, right? Because he can throw a combination of, of, of punches at you. You take away that, take away, and Kareem Hunt would have been their, their, their left hook. Well, now all they got is a straight left and a straight right. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. Got himself exhausted. They're not the same. Same team. But Tyreek Hill is still a bad brother. Travis Kelsey is still a bad brother. I agree. Brother. They- Key in, an emphasis on the brother for Travis Kelsey. I'm convinced. 
at some point in Travis Kelsey's life, he, he was a black man. Uh, and he was dipped into some white chocolate. And ta-da, here we have him. We've got some running backs by committee who show up and has been productive for them since Kareem Hunt has been gone. It's not, it's not good enough, though. So I'm predicting that in concert with Patrick Mahomes, who just seems to be made of a different mm-hmm. cloth, mm-hmm. I think Kansas City is still going to find a way. It's supposed to snow. It's about a 50% chance of snow. All right? It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I, looked, I just looked outside. Yeah, it's snowing. It's going to snow. And, that's, and you know what? They're talking about the elements and how the elements are going to benefit the Chiefs. <clears throat> the Chiefs <clears throat> have only been, they, I'm sorry, the Chiefs have been playing, in, they've been playing outside, right? But the Colts have been, and the Colts have been playing inside. So this is the first time it's snowed all season at Arrowhead, right? Like where you've had snow, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice is killing me, where you've had snow that is stuck, right? So this is, this is going to be an experience for the Chiefs too. Like, I don't think the elements are going to benefit the Chiefs as much as it's, it's going to, as much as people think it's going to. But we'll see. It happens there. I'm just predicting that Kansas City's offense <laughs> is still going to be prolific. They ain't going to stop Indy by any stretch. But could they get a play here or there? <laughs> yeah, I think they can. They can. I think they can. But I, I just have a feeling, man. I got, I got a feeling that they're going to, they're gonna, like, a, like a bowl constrictor with its prey. I just got a feeling they're just going to squeeze that clock out, man. And by the time the Chiefs make big plays, it's going to be too late. Pull off a high-scoring contest, something along the lines of 38-35. That's my hope. Right. It's more emotional than anything. And, and you know what? And let, 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 me make, let me set the record straight here. I want to see the Chiefs win this game. I want to see them, <clears throat> I want to see them win this game because I, I, the name, like, they're dragging Andy Reid's name in the mud. <clears throat> this is the first year he's got the quarterback that he wants to command his offense. And as an, and as an Eagles fan and him being the former Eagles head coach, I want to see him get, get this job done. I want to see it, man, but I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling that it's not going to happen. Because I'm, I'm not jumping off. Because if anybody I would jump off my pick for would be Indy. Because I like what I'm seeing and I don't like what I'm seeing from kids. And, and Indy has but a defense, Pat- but Patrick Mahomes is the type of cat where right. you have your hands on right. him and somehow right. it's a first down, it's that's a right. touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. Yeah. yeah, look, Kansas City's going to have to kind of go outside of his character, I believe, a little bit in order to win this game because they aren't the better team. I think the Colts are the more balanced team, but the Kansas City has the one one difference maker right now, and he's going to be the MVP of the league, and that is Pat Mahomes. But they're going to have to do this. When you talk about the running game and having some people that can run it, Damian Williams, who they just signed to a contract extension, who is Kareem Hunt's replacement, is going to have to play a big role, not catching the ball out of the backfield, which he is fantastic at, but running the football, which means Andy is going to have to be aware of the fact that although he has maybe one of the great talents that we've ever seen at the position that he loves the most, don't forget about the fact that Damian Williams is a very good running back because it's going to also, at the same time, where you don't give up your big playability – you also eat some time off the clock, too, because your defense, you don't want out there too long. Hell no. Hell no. It, it, look, let, let me just, and, and I'm going to say this, too. If Indianapolis is able to conjure up a drive that's eating up about four, like I'd say maybe about four to six minutes of the clock, they're going to win that game. They're going to win. 
and you can still stay ahead. Now, you have and well, sorry, if they're able to conjure up a drive that's four to six minutes and they score, they're going to win that game. You have to be efficient, but you have you can still stay ahead and eat up some clock. And as a matter of fact, keep luck off the field. Defensively, this team, you're right, Stephen A., this team can be gross on defense. <laughs> yeah, gross. You know what that means? That means Bob Sutton is gross. Like, like make me want to puke gross watching them play. Damn, Bob Sutton. How does that make you feel, bro? And they can be very simplistically gross. So this... Yeah, very. That's what they need to do. Take care of Eric Ebron, especially when he's down in the red area. Double him. Just double him. Good luck with that. Because you're going to have, in the red zone, right... The thing with the, what I think is so interesting with the Chiefs, man, is that you have two linebackers in Anthony Hitchens and uh, Reggie Ragland. Reggie Ragland, you do not want covering, but he can tackle. Anthony Hitchens can cover. No, sorry. How do I, how do I say this? Reggie Ragland can tackle but can't cover. Anthony Hitchens can't tackle, but he can cover. So good, good luck with that, man. Eric Ebron is every... Eric Ebron, that dude's a beast, man. And I never said that about him last year. But, sheesh. That dude, that's a bad, I'm telling you, the red zone, that's where the majority of his touchdowns came from. We're in the red zone. And T.Y., beat him up at the line of scrimmage and do whatever you, do they whatever have you can do. anybody that can beat up T.Y. at the line of scrimmage? The ball. Nobody on that Chiefs defense, no. You don't want Steven Nelson on him like that. <laughs> you don't want Kendall Fuller on T.Y. Hilton. Go on ahead and put, look. You're going ahead and you play man-to-man with T.Y. Hilton to see what happens. Look, you take your shots at him, you roll. He's going to turn, he's gonna turn that secondary into Gates barbecue. You roll coverage to him and play somebody over the top, but you don't let him have free releases. T.Y. plus free release equals the T.Y. thing when he does in the end zone. That's what it equals when you do that. Ask the Houston Texans. That's what they have to do. You cannot just play straight vanilla man-to-man. How much of you this is you rooting for the Chiefs because you were so high on them? In the, I have to well, pretty much all of it, Max, right. is me rooting for the Chiefs because I can't go against them. Sure you can. But I'll tell you this, and, I'll, and it's going to come down to this. 15 is going to have to make a special play. Yeah. He's going to have to, yeah. This game, and it sucks, man. It sucks because, dude, I love Patrick Mahomes. And, 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 and I'll come clean. I do think... <clears throat> And I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you guys just for a second. I'm going to kind of deviate from the sports uh, sports talk. Um, I do, for the sake of me being from Kansas City, I know I troll. It's, fun, it's funny to me, but um, I think Kansas City doing something like this, getting out of the divisional round to the AFC Championship, Going to, oh my goodness gracious, why do people want to text me during this? Going to um, the, um, the AFC Championship, going to the Super Bowl and then winning it. I think that's something that's going to be really, really cool for the city, man. Like, this is going to uplift a lot of spirits. I think that Kansas City is, um, I think they've had, um, they're like top five in, in, uh, in America for like most dangerous cities, man, uh, for killings and things like that. For the sake of the city that I love, I love it here. I love, I, I do love Kansas City. For the sake of that, I want to see the Chiefs move forward. Now, can they? Sure they can. Will they? I don't know. But it, w- it would be cool, man, to see them bring something that a lot of people can hang their heads on 
because when you have diehard Chiefs fans, you have people out here, man, who are, you know, quote unquote, or who are gangsters or whatever, man, who love the Chiefs. So imagine if the Chiefs were able to bring home a Lombardi, man. Like, imagine you can hold your head high on that. Now, will that eliminate all the crime? No. But I do think that it'll give the city a sense of pride and it'll give people a chance to lift their heads and hold their heads high, knowing that their team is a Super Bowl champion. Now, if they're facing my Eagles in the Super Bowl, knock on wood, I don't want to see them win. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it, it, it would be, it'd, it'd be awesome. It would be so awesome to see them pull this off, man. Um, it'd be great. Because I want to see, we, li- we live, if you live here, I mean, we live in a great, this is a great city, man. We're a, little, we're a little overlooked, but I think we're on the come up. You know, the Chiefs aren't my team, but Kansas City is my home where I reside. So for the sake of that, if the Eagles don't beat the Saints tomorrow, damn it, I guess I'll, I guess I'll, I'll hop on the bandwagon, man. I'll do it, but they got to win this game. And he will. He will. He will. He will. Here's my, here's my, here's... And when I say hop on the bandwagon, no, I'm not going to wear any Chief stuff, but I will root for them because, like I said, I live here. Like, I live here. Do you know what it's like? Do you have any? Do you guys have any idea what it's like to uh, to 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 get off work, man? The the weekend the Chiefs mess something up, or to get to go to work, and the Chiefs get eliminated. It's a very somber, solemn city, man. You can just see it. Casey just looks very sad, you know. But it'd be cool to see them pull this off. And uh, unfortunately, my my heart's telling my head's telling me Chiefs. But my heart is telling me Indianapolis is going to pull this off, man. Here's why I don't think it's going to be enough for them to win. And I might, they may have changed my mind by now. Like a team with zero defense may have changed my mind. Because when you think of the great, forget triplets of all time, Mm. quadruplets. Mm. Tell me another team, like already in history, we saw it for X number of weeks this year. But we will never forget. I will tell my grandkids one day, like, yeah, let me but tell you something. Yeah, it's over because Kareem Hunt made a terrible decision. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is when they had Patrick Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, and Kareem Hunt. You show me another team in history who had it locked down like that. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, you know, uh, hold on. No, because you had, <clears throat> with, the, uh, with the Cowboys, you had Aikman. You had Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith. Oh, yeah, that's a triplet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's right. I think he's right. I think he's, yeah, Max Kellerman's right. I can't think of a quadruplet. Very, very few. They're in the all-time conversation. That's not the case anymore. So that kind of special offense could overcome zero defense. Yes. If you take that running back away, one of the things that people, if you're really a fan of football and you have a chance over the next couple of years, or if you have a chance even on, you know, in this game right here to watch this game from the sideline, do it as far as the culture concerned. Because what you're seeing from this offensive line right now, what I saw down in Houston in that wild card game, Listen, was cloudy. an absolute oh, Max, beat down. Max, I saw. Max, these guys are I legit. Saw, I saw Quentin Nelson take your Davion yeah. Clowney yeah. and practically lift him up and just squash him Look, into the. I saw that. That that was that was one of the plays where I was like, damn, like he lifted him off the ground, man, lifted him off the ground. Okay, and Jadavian Clowney, I think, is a better pass rusher than Justin Houston at, at, 
at this point because Houston's a little bit older. But dude, when he took him and, and basically damn near choked, damn near gave him a spine buster. <laughs> Whoo! I'm telling you, man, I told you guy, Quentin Nelson's an asshole. You know how good clown is? You can't clown in the playoffs. That's the word I was looking for. Pancake, pancake with extra butter, syrup, whatever you want to put on there. He he made it. Matter of fact, he 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 flattened him. Therefore, he turned him into a crepe (laughs) or crepe, however you say it. They play play with a very very nasty personality on their offensive line, and it permeates through the rest of this football team. There's no question about it. No question. All right, so that pretty much sums up this episode of First Take here. Um, final score, it's going to be a close one, man. I, 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 like I said, my my head's telling me Chiefs. Like, I want to see the Chiefs, but I just got a feeling, man, they're they're up. They don't know what they're up against with Andrew Luck. Uh, and, it might, and Mahomes is really going to have to show his ass in this game. Really going to have to do it. So final score, I'm going to pick the Indianapolis Colts to beat the Chiefs 38-35. to Sounds about right, but I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just stick with that. 